everybody. This is Jim. And this is Mike. Mike is here. Yes, yes. I have returned. It's been many months, many months since doing an actual podcast with you, Jim. Yeah, we did a couple um, uh, <laughs> interviews. <laughs> Drink that coffee. We, we did a couple remote ones. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I thought but you, Mike hasn't yeah. been here for a regular one. And Jeremy was supposed to join us, but he's on a he's on an adventure yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's another autograph show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still an adventure, but not not really necessarily yeah. something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So this Gotta is get that uh, out. this is show number thirty-five. Yeah. And this is gonna be we're gonna try and do this unedited. Yeah. So yeah. you're gonna hear hear ums and Yeah. Thank and you. So's. But it's good that way. It's more natural. Yeah, yeah it is. And uh this show we're gonna talk some music news and some new albums. Uh, so we'll hear about some new artists, uh, a new book. Yeah. Um, a new movie. Yeah. yeah. One movie. You know, I got, I'm thinking of one movie, one book, and yeah. uh, one artist. So, yeah, looking forward to this. So there's this show I watch. Um, I'm going to talk about a TV show, Big Sky. Yeah, okay. I saw the advertisement. I have not watched okay. it. So it, I think it's, um, see, I said, um. We gotta ding the bell. No, where's that, that bell? Annoying. Where's the bell? No, I'm gonna <laughs> ding it every time you say "um." Where's the bell? Uh, okay, I almost said it. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> every time you say "um." Yeah. <laughs> oh, move your move your mic a little that way. You're a little loud. Oh. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Testing. There you go. We don't want to blow out your ears. Yeah. So tell us about Big Sky then. I think it's in its third season, but I started to notice, I don't know when it started, but the one detective, uh, her character is Jenny Hoyt, played mm-hmm. by Catherine Winnick. She was in Vikings. But almost every episode, she wears a different music shirt, like band shirt. Yeah. And it's like torn at the top. Huh. Like in a V shape. Yeah, yeah. So some, like The Clash, UB40. Shirt, yeah, yeah. David Lee Roth, like, where do you even get a David Lee Roth shirt? Wow. Uh, Pink Floyd, Queen, and the last episode, she was wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. Of course, my question would be, does she know those bands? But you're probably getting to that. I don't know. There's yeah. no no reference to why she's wearing. She just likes music, but but she's a she's a detective in a small town, mm-hmm. so there's no dress code, obviously, and she wears a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. Like a, you know, not like a motorcycle jacket, but a, mm-hmm. you know, a nice, like a thin j- leather jacket. Over. I could refer to her as the woman in leather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I just wanted to mention that I like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of music references in TV shows if you look for them. Yeah. You know, besides the music. That reminds me, you know, you've probably seen on TikTok, but uh, there is a large growing contingent of teens who are wearing these rock and roll shirts oh yeah yeah and so on TikTok, and they don't know the band right right and so i'm thinking of the one where the dad is interviewing his daughter and uh and uh, she's wearing a purple rain yeah you just sent that to me oh, okay yeah yeah and she's wearing the purple rain shirt and he's like hey can you guess what song this is yeah can you guess who sings this 
And, uh, <laughs> and she amazing. realizes at the end because he's saying, pur you know, Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah. But she's actually her... wearing the shirt and has no idea what yeah. the song is or yeah. anything. Why do, why do people do that? My, well, my son does the same thing. Wow. He, he likes, believe it or not, tie-dye shirts and mm -hmm. I guess the way they look. He has a Jimi Hendrix shirt and an yeah. ACDC. Okay. And I know he doesn't. Yeah. No, he should know, right? Because yeah. we do a music podcast. <laughs> I try to educate him. He's in. He's in the uh, the studio down in the basement. Yeah, uh, lounging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I kind of equate it to uh, the person who gets the uh, tattoo um, uh -huh. of a Chinese symbol, but they just like the way the symbol looks and doesn't know what it yeah means. Yeah, yeah. When actually it means you know floor covering, but. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't realize it, it's saying floor covering, yeah. but, but that's what they have on their body permanently now because they like the design mm -hmm. of it. So I just wonder if it's the same thing, maybe. Yeah, we, um, well, I have some tattoos now and mm -hmm. my wife and my son, but we were in Sweden and we we're thinking about getting a tattoo, but it would be uh, like a Swedish uh, or Viking symbol. There's different symbols. Yeah, historical, going way back. Right? But the problem now is some of the, uh, the, white supremacist <laughs> groups right. mm -hmm. have taken over symbols. Right. So you, you got to watch what, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, put on you. When you're that far north in Europe and that far back, mm -hmm. yeah, people are going to be all white back then, you know. Mm -hmm. So people who are white supremacists, they'll, they'll reach back to those symbols. Yeah. Back yeah. when everybody in your town and in your country was light-skinned. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned um, the TV show. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking of a movie. Yeah. Just came out. Uh, it's called Weird. <laughs> the Al Yankovic story. And it's kind of a, yeah. So uh, it's on Roku, Roku channel only. And um, it's uh, a mockumentary. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like, uh, kind of like Spinal Tap or, uh, you know. Um, th th remember, th did you see the Prairie Home Companion movie? I just forgot what it was called, but uh, it was probably about uh, seven, eight years ago. So for the radio show, Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, I don't they, think I saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's got the set, it's got the characters, but it's uh, a storyline that's just bizarre. And so I, I think that's what uh, I think that's what Weird Al's doing here. Mm -hmm. um, he starts off the movie with saying, uh, "This is a documentary of my life, and everything that you're about to see." is absolutely 100% true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, what's, what's especially uh, catching in the movie, because uh, I can't give anything away here, um, is, uh, is the, the pool scene. And it's actually uh, mimicking the, the pool party mm -hmm. scene from Boogie Nights. Yeah, And so you've got a lot of people around, a lot of people in the know, a lot of names, people dropping names. Um, but uh, before I get to that, though, so uh, Daniel Radcliffe, mm -hmm. uh, Harry Potter fame, stars <clears throat> as... As, as weird, weird as as weird as Alfie, his mother calls him mm -hmm. <laughs> Alfie. Yeah. Uh, one of the, my favorite lines is, uh, um, "I wonder if his mom really called him that." Yeah, yeah. Well, she does in the movie, so mm -hmm. it's got to be fake. I think I think it's funny though the casting because it's not you know when they cast movies with uh, 
portraying real people, they try and get people that look the closest to them. Right, right. But obviously, they just like Daniel Radcliffe, who knew he'd be playing Weird Al. Right, right. And I don't think I've ever seen him. I haven't seen many Daniel Radcliffe other than Harry Potter. But um, mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't, I don't know if anyone. Wouldn't know, but he did. He played Harry Potter, <laughs> right. and uh, I don't know how many. Like I said, how many comedy mm -hmm. things and, he's done? Right, and Daniel Radcliffe uh, has been on Broadway, and he acts and sings. Mm -hmm. And in the interview I read this morning, uh, was saying about how he hasn't done comedy, but that's what he okay. used to feed him when he was a teen, mm -hmm. when he was a young teen, and a, an older teen, and he would he would enjoy comedy. Um, but you know, Harry Potter is is dramatic. It's interesting, mm -hmm. uh, all the Harry Potter series, but not really comedic. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> there are some comedic things in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've seen the first and second one repeatedly um, with his parents or or his. <laughs> yes. I don't think I think it's his. He's living with relatives or something. Yeah, yeah. those people are funny. Yeah. So his mom in uh, in this this um, all true hundred percent true documentary. Uh, called Weird Al, called Weird. Um, his mother says to him, quote, Alfie, you've got to stop doing the things you love and being yourself. Yeah. End quote. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so uh, you'll see a very... A lot of irony. Yeah, yeah. You'll see very uh, unsupportive uh, parents and very supportive friends. So is it the opposite? I'm not sure. Now to the to the pool scene, the pool scene you have uh, Rain Wilson as Doctor Demento, and you've got now he looks good as Doctor. Oh Demento. yeah, he really yeah. does. And I didn't recognize at first Wolfman Jack. Yeah, Jack Black. Who's Jack Black? Yeah, doing um, a really bad impersonation. Yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't recognize. That's him. what's funny. It's mm -hmm. like they're not trying to be. Exactly. Right, right. Uh, and the bass player from Queen. Right, right. And and I watched it again this morning. Who I still don't know his name. <laughs> it's John something. Yeah. But uh, you have comedic pause. He comes up and he said, who? And then he finally comes forward. Mm -hmm. He finally says his name. And there's this pause. Yeah. And then, and then Jack Black says something. He's the bass player. Yeah, the bass player for Queen. Yeah. He says, he appears, he says his name. He says, mm -hmm. I play with Queen, and there's still a pause. And he says, I'm the bass player for Queen, yeah. the band. It's like, yeah. And then people say, oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> um, you've got uh, Conan O'Brien being... Andy Warhol. <laughs> right. Um, someone I did not recognize and did a great job, I watched the scene again, was Salvador Dali. Do you know who it is? It's Emo Phillips. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Salvador>. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he's there um, uh, with Andy Warhol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Grodin is the waiter. And uh, this is just, uh, you know, so many, so many names. Um, the doctor who's operating on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The doctor, I didn't recognize. It's, it's um, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. Yeah. From, yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. From Hamilton. Yeah. He's the doctor. I mean, you know, I just didn't, wouldn't think of that. Mm -hmm. um, his girlfriend, uh, who he dates and has quite a relationship with and steers his path in his life is, of course, Madonna. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, Evan uh, Rachel Wood. Uh, I did not know because I'm not um, a movie buff like yourself, Jim. I didn't know that she played in Westworld, uh, uh, Kajillionaire, uh, True Blood. And uh, just recently across the universe. Yeah. So that's uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Evan Rachel Wood. I didn't know 
My wife's a huge True Blood fan, but okay. I, I didn't know yeah. she was in that. Now this this I have to take issue with a little bit, but I'm not I'm not sure uh, of my uh, my motives here. Um, I didn't find her especially uh, appealing in yeah. in the film, and I guess maybe that means I don't like Madonna. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe she played Madonna too well. I don't know. Yeah. So you know that that's uh, it's not like you're watching and saying, oh wow. Watch her. She's just and that's like one thing that didn't happen. This Weird Al did not go out with Madonna. <laughs> right, right. You know? So they asked for comment. Uh, the interview this morning, which is just hot off the press, and uh, they're looking for comment from Madonna on the movie, and there's none. <laughs> and they're hoping that she, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't. Well, she uh, probably doesn't have Roku, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they're hoping she doesn't hate the movie or want to sue them or something. Well, you know, with all these different uh, channels and apps and, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it would have been nice if it was on Netflix. Yeah. You know, I think it would have done really well. You know, it'd be cool to actually, because she plays a major part in his life, <laughs> excuse me, in the film, mm-hmm. um, to actually have Madonna. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have someone play themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So the question. Why well, wasn't Bob Dylan in there? Yeah. A uh, question I want to leave with listeners is uh, when you see the film, Weird, and uh, the Al Yankovic story, is uh, tell me if you think that it's. Um, Daniel Radcliffe singing um, or mm-hmm. if he's lip syncing and you know you can have to yeah. figure that out yourself mm-hmm. finally one more thing is uh, Al Yankovic Mr. Weird um, plays the record executive oh, behind a desk great. yeah so he's, <laughs> yeah. he's the record executive mm-hmm. um, you can recognize him you know it's kind of his face you know his eyes um, but uh, the record executives um just love him. Just, just love him. So Mike has said, um, 30 times now. Oh, oh, okay. I'm Where's... trying to find a sound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> yeah. God, They're geez. mocking me. Where is it? What's the... The crowd does not like that. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's the one. That's the okay. um button right here. Okay. The smiley face. Yeah. Right here. I'm just glad that Corey Feldman, you know, wasn't in the movie. I don't think he was asked. Well, think know. of all the people that weren't in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to talk about Corey Feldman. He's not on my list here, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, he's doing some tour of, like, I don't know what he's... Playing bowling alleys, or... He's going to be in <laughs> Flemington, New Jersey, which is, like, 20 minutes from here. At, at a bowling alley? At some bar. hmm So, I... That's all I'm going to say on Corey Feldman. <laughs> That's all you really need to say. Yeah, he's not much of a... I, go on TikTok and look up Corey Feldman. You'll see a lot of video in there. You'll get an idea. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now, Bono, mm-hmm. we we love you too. I know there's haters out there. But we've loved you too for a long time. And Haters Bono, I'm pretty sure this is his first book he wrote. Um, trying to find my notes here. There was books uh, yeah. written about you too. Uh, <clears throat> I've read one or two. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's written a. This is yeah. a, and it's called Forty Songs, One Story. It's called Surrender. Surrender, yes. Forty Songs, One Story. Yeah. Now, I just want to say, Jim, the title. All three parts of the title are songs titles. Of you too, surrender oh, okay. forty and one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do want to read this book. I I have a some books that I haven't that I have that I need to get to. So 
<clears throat> Excuse me, I'm clearing my throat. Your Vox. Yeah. Yeah. Bono Vox. Your Bono Vox. <laughs> That's what Bono went by yeah. uh, in the beginning. I'm sure yeah. it's in the book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just dropped the Vox. So I put this on my uh, wish list yeah. on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I hope to read this uh, after Christmas. But it's 576 pages. And this is a little uh, synopsis of what the book is. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, Bono, artist, activist, and the lead singer of Irish rock band U2, has written a memoir, Honest and Irrelevant. Uh, irreverent. <laughs> irreverent. <laughs> it could be. It yeah. could be irrelevant. We're going to find yeah, out. It might. It's For irreverent. some people. It's irreverent. Yeah. Intimate and profound. Surrenders the story of the remarkable life he's lived, the challenges he's faced, and the friends and family who have shaped and sustained him. So check that out. Yeah. Surrender. So uh, Bono kicked off his Stories of Surrender book tour mm -hmm. at, oh, New York, yeah. at New York City, mm -hmm. at the beloved to us and New York City, uh, the Beacon Theater. Okay. Yeah. He was with the uh, two people, Kate Ellis on cello hmm. and Gemma Dougherty on harp. So I'm picturing Bono with someone on cello and harp. So I believe that Bono tells a story, sings a song. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it goes back and forth that way. I'm uh, just reading that he often returns to family, talking about his mother uh, who passed away when he was 14 mm -hmm. and what that means. Uh, that, it's a Iris, right? Yeah. Iris. And that song, Iris. For her. Mm -hmm. And often returning to topics or issues surrounding his father. Mm -hmm. We know that he wrote uh, Kite for his father, mm -hmm. and and it's very interesting. I think that, uh, yeah. And it's a very short tour. I think it's only five, six cities. <clears throat> Can't imagine how much mm -hmm. tickets were. Well, I didn't see. I forgot to go in there in the morning, but I'm pretty sure it sold out mm -hmm. immediately. Yeah, we weren't. But able there were to get a couple there. tickets, um, probably resale. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on here. Okay. <laughs> no edits. Oh my god. So he, I saw a video, and it looks like when he shows up before he before the show he comes out of the car and he actually meets fans which is pretty cool wow. so i'm signing autographs yeah we were always hoping yeah. for that you know yeah every time that we went to see you two throughout the 80s and 90s and uh there wasn't really much of a chance i don't know if you were with me when uh we saw larry peek his head out of the car the car came by at one of the stadium shows I do not recall being with yeah. you. He's probably he's probably in his fifties or sixties now, right? He's he's the youngest <laughs> one. Yeah, Larry yeah, Mullen he, Jr. I think he's fifty one. Youngest at sixty one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's forty one. No. Yeah. No, I think he's sixty one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's just he'll always yeah. be young, you know. But I, rem I remember one show I was at. It was probably in Philly, mm -hmm. and we didn't stick around after. But I heard it was like two in the morning. And when Bono Bono came out, he just he got out of the car, took pictures. Very cool. Yeah, so I yeah. missed that. I do remember that night because that's one of the few nights where in my life I stayed up all night and then went to work the next day. Okay. You drive home, <laughs> you see the sunrise, mm -hmm. you get a little bit of juice <clears throat> or something, a shower, and you get right to work. You and drive that, your car up 
an embankment. And but you know what survive. was? Do you know what was bad about that? That's night? another story. For, anyway, do you, know, <laughs> do you know what was bad about that night? There were several things bad about that night. But anyway, I had to go home, shower, get some juice, brush my teeth, and then go drive back down halfway to Philly. That's where I was oh, working go, in Lansdale. Yeah, go back the other way. I had to go back the same way, not yeah. the other way. Yeah, the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Back where I came mm-hmm. from just, you know, three hours ago. Yeah. So that was a heck of a heck of a time. Joshua Tree Tour. Speaking of Joshua Tree Tour, I'm not going to go off on this, but did you know... That U2's Joshua Tree photo shoot, mm-hmm. you know, with them out in the Southwest U.S., these Irish yeah. five, four, five, <laughs> where did I get that from? Four Irishmen. Yeah, and their manager. And Allie. And Paul McGinnis. Yeah. They're out there. Did you know that wasn't filmed in Joshua Tree National Park? I was just no. thinking it was. No. it's. Are you sure? Yes, it's not filmed in Josh. Those are Joshua trees somewhere else. Someone's they're, backyard. They're, jo- they're they're actual Joshua trees, yeah. but they're not in the national yeah. park in like Virginia where a lot or somewhere. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's New Mexico. Okay, it's a it's, it might be New Mexico. Yeah, there's no Arizona. Joshua trees in Virginia. Yeah, so I thought that yeah. was interesting. You know, you learn something new every day, don't you, Jim? You do. <laughs> and someday we'll do a U two podcast. We love we we, we love U two. Yeah. Don't don't hate us for loving you too. No, no, you have to you have to think we're you know what we came through came through yeah. came from to yeah. to get there. We are still wanting. We're we're, we're questing mm-hmm. the next Paul oh. Paul Houston. If you're listening now, yeah, please please, Jim and I, we would like a U two album to come out raw, authentic from the heart. Bam. Yeah. Not <clears throat> thought out too much. Just, just raw. Just like one. Just like, well, like, <clears throat> just coming from the heart and <laughs> acoustic. We're one, but we're not the same. I'm sorry. I keep clearing my throat. Well, you know. you're human. Yeah. <laughs> So, so think of this as live, you know. Well, this is we live. Are. Yeah, we are live. No, but I, I know what you're saying, Mike. I, I'm like, a, like the Joshua Tree album, or uh, yeah, toned down songs, not overproduced, uh, acoustic album, mm-hmm. maybe even a acoustic cover song. Album, wow, that'd be interesting. You know? Yeah, like I'm sure Bono, that like the especially Bono is is so. He knows so much music history. And yeah, so, yeah. Like, why hasn't he, you know, he's doing songs for an animated, you know, that I think it's called Sing or something. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That, w- that would make sense. Yeah. But the authenticity I'm looking for, I remember hearing Origin of the Species. Not a not a great song on the album. I one of my mm. least favorite on that album. Yeah. But I heard it live and I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. It just it just grabbed me. That for me is one of the greatest differences between studio and live in, in U2. Mm-hmm. I mean, just wow. Uh yeah, it's about male versus female. It's about mm-hmm. femi- feminism. And uh it's a great, great song. But that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for someday. Mm-hmm. Paul They gotta finish the third one in their series. Or scrap it, you know. Just scrap it. Just forget it. Just go right, go right to what I'm, right to my request. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Songs of experience. 
Is that what? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. This 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 trio of albums, it's too planned out. It's like it's like a commissioned artwork for some customer, and yeah. they have to finish. Well, the they were third supposed one. to do them one, two, three. I know. You know, I think the third one was songs songs from old people or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. Say <laughs> we can make fun of a band we like. Okay, now on to some new music. Yeah, yeah. We love new music. To. Yeah. You know, even though we love U2. Yeah. Like, we I do. love U2. I wouldn't. Yeah, anyway. Um, we don't listen to U2, you know, yeah. all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What do you got? Okay. So, Sammy Hagar, I remember him. He was in Van Halen. Yeah, I barely The Red him. Rocker. The Red him. Rocker, dude. Yeah. I Can't Drive 55, that yeah. guy. Yes. He's got a new album out. Cool. Called Crazy Times, and it's actually very good. Wow. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's Sammy Hagar and the Circle. That's his band, I guess. But he's got Michael Anthony, mm-hmm. who was the bass player for Van Halen. Yeah, unlike the bass player for Queen that I didn't know, I know who Michael Anthony yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and Jason Bonham. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, John Bonham's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... A couple songs on here. Check out Feed Your Head. The thing about this song, I like it, but it sounds similar to Quiet Riot's Metal Health, where yeah. it goes bang your head. Yeah, yeah. Metal Health will drive you mad. So Sammy's song goes, gotta feed your head. The head is dead. <laughs> but it's like, gotta feed your head. So yeah. it has the same, the same yeah. rhythm. Hmm. So that's all I'm going to say on that, but check that out. Oh, and uh, no, there is one song, Father Time. Um, there's an acoustic version. Yeah, yeah. And it's just about, you know, someone getting up there in age and, you know, reflecting on on life and how much time you have left. It's a, it's a great song. Um, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Very good. And then we got to talk about Taylor Swift. Right, you know, right, right. Things have surprised you know, me in recent in recent times. Oh, before Jim, I, you know, and you're you yeah. expressing you you're coming out. Yeah. You're coming out. You're expressing your love for Taylor, and yeah. that's a good thing. Oh, before I do that, yes. I forgot we have we have some we got some emails here. Oh, good. We got a couple. Good. Yeah, from yeah. Let's let's hit the listeners. Let's hit let's hit the listener okay. mail first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> we will we will get to Taylor Swift and Madison Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this this is a uh, comes from uh, Keith uh, Wellington. Not, okay, not Beef Wellington, Keith. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we, yeah Keith. Uh-huh. Keith. He's from uh, Warwick, uh, War- Warwickshire, England. He's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just... He's. We have listeners all over. So Warwick, yeah. War- Warwickshire, England. <laughs> Mike Sleuth. He's a part-time zookeeper and a full-time salami cook. Now, I didn't know you could cook salami, you know. Right, because it's it's already cured in some fashion. It's already not raw meat, you know, so it's kind of cured. So Pete says it's podcasts like ours that make him want to jump into the river itching. Wait, that's not good. Is that I the, think is I that pulled the, the wrong one. Is that the yeah. name of the river? Yeah, River Itchen. Okay. I-C-H-E-N. It's, yeah. it's in uh, Warcraft. 
That's an actual town, so hopefully people in Warwickshire aren't listening. I know, I know. It's just, yeah, yeah I got something caught in my but I'm throat. Thinking, I think it's uh, water. I'm thinking it doesn't sound good, but maybe the water is very soothing or something. Mm-hmm. You know, or he listens to the podcast. Right, especially, if you're, it, especially if you're itching. Yeah, rich, river itching, yeah. So then uh, we have another one from Tiffany Summers. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. Hi, she, Tiffany. She's from Paris, Tennessee. Tennessee. Hi, Tiffany. And she's a tow Come model. On, say, say hi, Tiffany. Just say hi, say, Tiffany. Okay. Yeah. She's a tow model for a sock company. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if she doesn't have great feet. You know, they're in socks. So, you know, it's not really, it's you know, really a sock model. Listen, it's, it's what's on the inside that counts. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany says that she just loves when we talk about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to, honey. Yeah. And to maybe... We're going to get you, darling. Maybe only talk about Taylor Swift. I don't know. You know, Jeremy and I, Mike doesn't know, but we talk a lot about Taylor Swift. Um, oh, you do? But we yeah. might, I'm thinking we might have to tone things down for a while. You know? <laughs> I mean, we're we're starting to get... Complaints from uh, Judas Priest fans that we don't talk enough about them. So, yeah. So anyway, th- those are listener emails. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can email us at nogoodmusicpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. You want to get a shout out? Uh, we'll do it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll shout out. For it's a new you. segment we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know here. Yeah, it's good to get mail. Yeah. You got mail. So Taylor Swift yes. um, put out her. Uh, 63rd album. Making history. In, in two years. Making history. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Midnights. Mm-hmm. Not Midnight, Midnights. I think these songs were written, um, you know, around midnight. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she's starting to fall asleep or fell asleep and started thinking about stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me like three lessons, though, to get into some of it. I, I don't like all the songs. Uh, but I mainly wanted to mention that Taylor, I don't know why this isn't news, um, that she made history. That's what I said. Yeah. She had all 13 songs from the album in the top 15 of Billboard charts. Wow. So all top 10 songs were from the album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's never happened before. Top 10. She, if you look at the top 10, you see only her name. Yeah, that was like a week yeah. ago. Maybe, yeah. maybe Drake put out an album or mm-hmm. Lizzo, you mm-hmm. know, and, and knocked her out of there. Should we do a whole you podcast know? on Snoop who's... Dog. Yeah, yeah. Should we do a whole podcast on who's listening to Drake? Yeah. We're going to do a Drake podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so the album is... she. It's a little bit different than the, her Evermore that mm-hmm. she put out um, mm-hmm. in 2020. It's more electronic beats. Uh, more poppy mm-hmm. um, and so a couple songs anti-hero which is is the bigger song great video you got to see the video uh, vigilante shit I like that huh. one and question with a question mark so those are songs I like anti-hero is great though um, and um, we're I, not we're not too far I know I've mentioned this before. Yeah, Taylor's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. She's from, I mentioned this before because we talk about her all the time, you know. No, wait, no, 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 it's the Beatles. Never mind. It's the Beatles that we mention every time. Yeah. So she is from Reading, Pennsylvania, not too far from where I live and where you used to live, just an hour away. Mm -hmm. And um, have you seen Taylor 
without makeup, she's really like a different person without the black in the eye thing. Yeah. I mean, she's like, I don't know. She's like a regular person. <laughs> yeah. I think, personally, I think she's um, just as attractive or more mm-hmm. when she has no makeup. Yeah. But... Uh, and there's That's there's a girl there's a girl on TikTok. Yeah, Mike and I we're on TikTok. We're mm-hmm. not on TikTok. Well, the podcast I put on TikTok. Yeah, but we're not doing dance videos or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a girl that looks exactly like Taylor Swift. Yeah, she actually got uh, removed from Instagram, and she's not even her her name is not even like you know I'm Taylor Swift or anything. Mm-hmm. It's her real name, and yeah. she got kicked off Instagram because she looks so much like her and there's a video recent of her out and about and someone is convinced she's taylor and is so excited and her friend next to her keeps saying she's not taylor she's not (laughs) but she won't say anything (laughs) but i'm so yeah because we all have doppelgangers Mm -hmm. um i I, met mine well i didn't meet mine but you know like a couple I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, is that Wind Creek Casino? Yeah. I was there to see a show. <laughs> and I was at the bar, and, you know, down the other end of the bar was a guy that looked exactly like me from maybe 20 years ago. And I was freaked out. Wow. I was freaked out. I was, like, looking at myself from... I was tempted to go over there. My wife said I would have been, like, creepy or something, but... Yeah. Anyway. Very interesting. They're out there. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say one last thing on Taylor. If, yes. Um, that if you're a man, it is okay to admit that you like Taylor, okay? Showing your soft side, your feminine side. Yeah. yeah. But if you are driving around in your car, you know, make sure the windows are up. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to yeah. 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 Keep, keep it closed. Yeah. Keep, keep yeah. it low. <laughs> <laughs> so now, um, I don't know if you want to talk about... Um, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, this is someone who's new and up and coming, and I'm going to talk about this new artist, mm. new to me, new to you, and this is your greatest find in the last year that you've presented to me. And it's Cher. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, we've, we've, had some, we've had some good finds in the last couple of years. Let's mention mm-hmm. a few. Uh, I, I discovered for myself, you know it's different when you discover for yourself. I discovered for myself Andrea Von Kampen and Bridget DeMeyer. Maybe you showed me Bridget Oh, yeah, DeMeyer. Bridget DeMeyer. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, and Sophie. Sophie Coran. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. opened for Andrea. And we're yeah. going to... Sophie Coran, uh, look her up. Uh, we're hoping to interview her. She hasn't. Mm-hmm. She's working on a new album. Philly. Already contacted her. Philly native. Yeah. We're working out of Philly. Yeah. Plays solo with the piano, yeah. which we saw, and then with the band. And we have not got to see her with the full band. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's all around eastern Pennsylvania, hopefully reaching out even farther regionally. Yeah, uh, very good. Right, very good. I don't know why uh, <clears throat> Sophie hasn't... Uh, Sophia? Sophie. Sophie. We better get it right. I don't know how... Uh, I didn't read her birth certificate. I don't know how Sophie isn't just booming and 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 hitting uh, some of the big main stages. But anyway, so um, yeah, Jim, you're checking on that, but it's so it's Sophie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophie. Sophie. Yeah, uh, but I want to talk about Madison Cunningham. That mm-hmm. uh, you said, hey, check her out. Uh, she's born in 1996. Makes her 26 years old. 
the genres are singer songwriter americana she sings she writes mm -hmm. she plays guitar um going back to her i looked a little bit at her history here she's uh born in california living in california she's one of five daughters okay so she's got no brothers mm -hmm. no you know so um and a pk do you know what that means she's a pk it means she's a preacher's kid, pa okay. pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. And that has something to do with the story because she grew up uh, playing guitar and singing with her dad and singing in church. And that's such a common theme. Mm -hmm. uh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry was singing in church okay. and even through into adulthood uh, and singing and, and playing. So she was also on NPR's Tiny Desk show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not the contest, not where you're going to win a concert or a yeah, desk. Yeah, Andrea was on there. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really mm -hmm. good. And I just learned this. I just read this that she is part of Live from Here, hosted by Chris Thiele. Okay. Yeah. So Chris's name is coming up again, just like mm -hmm. with Andrea and such. Madison has three full-length albums, a whole bunch of singles out. First album is Authenticity. You're never going to find it. It's from 2014. Mm -hmm. It's a Christian worship album. Okay. And she says that it's not relevant to her life anymore. And so mm -hmm. it is off, pulled off, and you won't find it mm -hmm. on Apple Music. You will find Who Are You Now from 2019 and the new one this year, Revealer. Mm -hmm. And Jim, you've turn me on to her and so do you have some favorites some favorite songs that you think maybe some people would would like well the one i really like is hospital one of my favorites too yeah because it's just starts off aggressive it's driving mm -hmm. yeah and uh, well i like that one hook when she says <laughs> hospital it's you know yeah yeah voice does something there yeah um, i i the more i listen to her the more I think she sounds like Cheryl Crow. Right. I was going to yeah. mention that. Yeah. That's one of the three I was going to mention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So listeners, if you like Cheryl Crow, that's definitely, mm -hmm. definitely similar there. When I listen to Hospital, I'm reminded of an artist that I listened to years ago. Following the same journey as as Madison was Leslie Phillips. Leslie Phillips back in the 80s was a con contemporary Christian singer. And she had a little change of heart, a little bit of her faith changed her views, and she changed her name as well. And so she became Sam Phillips. And so back okay. in uh, the mid-90s, I was listening to Sam Phillips' uh, album, Cruel Inventions, uh, Martinis and Bikinis. If I was a betting man, I would mm -hmm. say that these discs with the pastor and his five girls out in California, mm -hmm. where Madison came from, I would bet that Martinis and Bikinis by Sam Phillips is there in that house somewhere. Yeah. So I really hear that. So if you like Madison, check out Sam Phillips as well. Love the soft song called Life According to Rachel. Mm -hmm. Now that reminds me, in fact, when I turned it on and I was listening, I had to check and see who it was because I thought that was Sinead. <laughs> it sounds like a Sinead O'Connor song. Oh, yeah. I think I... Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. Beautiful. <clears throat> beautiful. Madison Cunningham, she's got a great voice. She's writing great lyrics. Uh Madison, if you're listening, best wishes on your journey. 
in all that you're doing. And we're going to look for more from you in the future, for sure. Like I said before, there's so many, there's so many, Mike and I, I mentioned it many times that we have Apple Music, mm -hmm. uh, whether you have Spotify, uh, but there's so many, so many al new albums, new bands or newer bands, mm -hmm. you know, some, some that we don't like, a lot that we don't like, but. Uh, <laughs> we don't mention the ones we don't yeah. like very much. Yeah. Unless we have to. So I'll. Bon John Roby. So I'm always trying to. Uh, listen to new music mm -hmm. uh, every Friday when the new albums come out. But basically, I'll I I don't nothing against hip hop and rap, but I I just don't listen to that. So, but if I see alternative singer songwriter rock, mm -hmm. uh, I'll listen to the you know I'll just listen to the first song, and it's it's a it's a couple things for me as it should be for anybody is the the person's voice. I'm really partial to female singers, mm -hmm. uh, but also straight as an arrow. You know, but it's everything. It's it's the music. It's the lyrics. If they're intelligent lyrics, but I'll know almost immediately within a minute mm -hmm. whether I'm go I'm gonna listen to other songs on the album. Right, right. So we're trying to find stuff that our musical ear, which. You know, we've been around a long time and we've listened to a lot of music that we hope that, you know, what we're telling you, you'll go out and pursue uh, listening to and hopefully like it too. you know, yeah. what we like. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. I want to thinking of something else, too, regarding Madison Cunningham. Also, I was feeling like you said, Cheryl Crow, that feel, mm -hmm. Sinead. Uh, Sean Colvin, she has yeah. that feel and okay. writing like Sean yeah. Colvin. And when it gets a little edgy, a little aggressive, I feel also it's a little Maggie Rogers. Mm -hmm. And uh, just recently got turned on to her a year yeah, or two ago. Yeah, I got to check her out. I don't and know too much about her. Just feeling that there too, mm -hmm. so uh, people yeah. can check that out. So I've uh, there's two new bands that uh, I discovered is... I say I discovered like I'm a record producer. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't discover them. Yeah. But first aid kit. Uh, I was really intrigued by the, the vocals, the harmonies. And, you know, my wife and I, we've been to Sweden a couple of times. Uh, we're really into the like Swedish movies. Uh, so... It was. Mm -hmm. It seemed appropriate that I would really like this band because it's two sis. It's two sisters, Joanna and Clara Soderberg. Mm -hmm. They were born in 1990. Uh, Joanna, she's 32, and Clara is 29. Um, and Clara chose the name for their band at the age of 13 by looking through a dictionary. Uh, she found the term first aid kit and thought it best described what she wanted her music to be at age 13. Yeah, so, so she read the definition, not just how yeah. it sounded. Very interesting. And it's as if the Indigo Girls and Joan Baez, I hear Joan Baez had mm -hmm. a child. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then songs to check out, Ready to Run, the last one. Wild Horses 2 mentions the Rolling Stones mm -hmm. and Graham. And I had the... Even though I, I know music, I'm not, I wasn't familiar with Graham Parsons and the Flying Burritos did a version of 
Wild Horses, oh. the song Wild Horses. Yeah. So that's in the lyric. The uh, lyric goes, we played Wild Horses on the car stereo. You prefer the Rolling Stones, and I like Graham's. Yeah. Graham's version, you know. Mm-hmm. So check them out, First Aid Kit. Another band is Crawlers. Have not heard of those, Jim. They are a Liverpool based band and Mike and I are familiar with Liverpool and interviewing a couple people Mm -hmm. like Joey Mullen, Mm -hmm. Ivor Davis. Working out of Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, Beatles people. Of course, Joey Mullen uh, was in Badfinger. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is three girls and one guy. Uh, Just, I describe it, cool, hip, brash, rockin' new band. That's how I describe it. Um, Mm -hmm. Girl lead singer, of course, three girls. I don't know. I think the guy plays drums. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Formed in 2018, put out their first single in 2021. Uh, and it's an EP, Loud Without Noise. Uh, came out November 4th. Six songs, uh, songs to check out. Mm-hmm. I Can't Drive. And we're going to get explicit because I have to say this. <laughs> the song is Fuck Me. I Didn't Know How. Feminist, radical, hypocritical, delusional. That's another song. Oh, okay. And you can also go to their website, crawlersband.com. Check them out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I have a couple here that are uh, people, we, people that have been around a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone I haven't heard of in a long time is Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mike, is he, correct me if I'm wrong, he, is he a cellist? Yes, I believe he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got Emmanuel Axe and Leonidas Cavicus. Uh, it's Beethoven for three, Symphony Number no. Six, Pastoral, and Op. What's that stand for? <laughs> operatic or uh-huh. one number three. So I, I love Beethoven. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've I don't know since I can remember. I just so I. This is great. Of course, instrumental, but really good stuff. Uh, let's see. Guns N' Roses. Not a new one, but they re-released Use Your Illusion. Uh, super deluxe. A lot of live songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, you know, of course, the regular songs and then uh, live songs from 91 and 92. I don't know where they pulled these out of it. And huh. mostly New York and Vegas. <laughs> And this is when accident sound like Elmo, who's been like through a washing machine. You know, I saw. Welcome to the jungle. I saw. I saw a video just yeah. the other day, and uh, it just it just asked a simple question. It had a picture of this man there uh, singing, and it said, "When did Axl Rose become William Shatner?" Okay, and. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't tell if it was Axel or William up okay. on stage. Yeah, yeah. I had to look closely. Oh, I'm still yeah, not the sure. Looks, not the singing. No, it's William Shatner did some albums. Right, right. <laughs> There's a look yeah. though. There was a look. If yeah. if you had if you had Captain Kirk put on the bandana and the long mm-hmm. blonde hair and yeah. and uh, hundred pounds and you know such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you have any other ones? That's okay. it. That's yeah. So we're gonna end on. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, very good. Okay. Yes. New album just came out, Only the Strong Survive. Uh, I looked up the title, or I typed in the title, and apparently it's a very popular tattoo, Hmm. Only the Strong Survive. Yeah. Um, It's an R&B soul album, 
similar to what Paul Stanley from Kiss did like oh. a year ago with his Soul Station. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not originals. Is that right? I think, uh, Jim, you were mentioning that. Yeah, they're that not originals. Yeah, it's covered. Because I was wondering how Bruce could create so much from Western Stars to his album just uh, a year ago to this. But uh, doing cover tunes, covering other people's music, that would be a little bit easier. On the On the album there, I see him very much... Uh, original Springsteen. He is looking down at the camera from leaning up on the back of a car. So, uh, yeah, very Springsteen on the cover. Yeah, Bruce has been in, I guess, various, um, you know, types of music. Like, I mean, Bruce is like Bono with, he, with he's the quite musical knowledge. Yeah. Um, and Bruce, this is from, uh, I guess, an this is what he said on stage. This was 20, 2012, a while ago, but mm-hmm. he said, If you played in a bar on the central New Jersey shore in the 60s and 70s, you played soul. Yeah, there you That's go. That's what Bruce yeah. said. Mm-hmm. That was me doing Bruce. Not. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> Bruce didn't just show up in here. Yeah. But, you know, talking yeah. about Jersey. So, yeah. <laughs> so these songs... He would find the soul, he would find the meaning in these songs in the collection. Do you have any song titles there? Yeah, I got in front some. Of you? Yeah. yeah, I'd like to hear that. Uh, we got, uh, well, some I don't like. Uh, this one sounds When She Was My Girl. I'm thinking of My Girl, I guess. <laughs> some of these could be lesser known ones that were his favorites from. The, from here, I'll go down the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, only the Strong Survive, of course, the title. Uh, Soul Days. Now, this is with Sam Moore. Mm-hmm. Sam Moore is from uh, Sam and Dave. Uh, they did the song Soul Man. Honestly, I didn't God, know if... I didn't realize Sam was still alive and, yeah. you know, good he is. Sometimes he's, people surprise you. He's 87. Yeah. Um, we have Do I Need You? Indeed, I do. The Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore. Turn Back the Hands of Time, When She Was My Girl. Hey, Western Union Man, I Wish It Would Rain. Don't Play That Song Any Other Way. I Forgot to Be Your Lover. I think that's Sam Moore, too. Seven Rooms of Gloom, What Became of the Broken Hearted. I know that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someday We'll Be Together. I G- think I know that song. Jim, there's so many songs that I don't know. So when I listen to this new, yeah. quote-unquote, Springsteen album. I think I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to get yeah. a feel here for these songs that are a half century old. Yeah. Many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. And there's one song I didn't mention because uh, I want to talk a little bit, and it's called Night Shift. Mm-hmm. Now, this was the Commodores. Uh, this was off their second album. I'm pretty sure it was called Night Shift. Mm-hmm. This is mid 80s you're talking about here. This is um, yeah. 80, yeah, yeah. 85 mm-hmm. around there. Uh, and this was the second item, uh, I'm sorry, second album mm-hmm. without Lionel Richie. And it was their last biggest hit mm-hmm. was Night Shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a year or so after Marvin Gaye died. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they talk about him. Mm-hmm. But this song I haven't heard in a long time. I had this album, the wow. Commodore's album, on cassette. I did not know. Brought me back to this little apartment I lived in eastern Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
when I was married for the first time. Mm -hmm. So it brought me back to a time that started out good, but I think by the end of the year, it didn't turn out that way. So it was yeah. kind of brought up some emotions for me with mm -hmm. this. And, but it made me think of things I didn't, we had this little apartment, but it had, you know, a small living room. But there was this other, I wouldn't even call it a room, mm -hmm. little nook uh, with a bookshelf. And I think there was a bench by the window. Yeah. So a little area, I had my stereo on the bookshelf. And I, I can picture myself put, playing this album and just sitting there listening, wow. listening to it. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I brought back some good memories. And I'm not going to go into the... <laughs> yeah, so, so the song, you know, as you talk about the song, it's so interesting because us at that time being into new wave alternative, looking for the cutting edge. Yeah. You know, this is uh, a time where we're really making some radical changes. And, you know, honestly, I would have been ignoring the song Night Shift, but still it's at that time. But I love the song because mm, yeah. it goes in... And it affects because they're mentioning Marvin. Yeah. You know, he sings it so sweetly. Yeah. Marvin, Marvin. It's a great song. a friend of mine. Yeah. And so these things, these songs with these words can kind of hit you, can, can go deep into your brain, even though that wasn't the genre we were listening to. You know, I yeah. didn't own a Commodore's album, but there you, you know, you got one. So looking forward to hearing that. Yeah. They mentioned, looking forward um, to hearing that. they mentioned Jackie. Mm -hmm. Which I want to say it's Jackie Wilson. Oh, I was thinking okay. it was. Uh, I was thinking it was Jacqueline Kennedy on that. No, no, but there's a, mm -hmm. and there it's it's a cool song. Yeah, because uh, it's like Marvin, Marvin. It echoes. Yeah, yeah. and Bruce is pretty much um, kept with the original. Oh, great sound. Yeah. Uh, I listen to Bruce first, unless you don't like Bruce. Go and listen to the Commodore's version. Haters going to hate. I have the feeling, because this song was played on the radio, mm -hmm. uh, and I went and bought the cassette. I, I don't remember being into a lot of like soul music at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was probably 19. Yeah, we weren't. We went from hard rock and rock yeah. to, to punk, new wave alternative. We really didn't go that deep into jazz or soul. Yeah. Or even blues back then. I mean, I like Prince, mm -hmm. um, but this might have been the first, you know, the mm -hmm. first soul. soulful, soulful album. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to look up. Okay. This is the thing. Uh, Jackie Wilson died in 84. Wow. So Marvin Gaye died around that time. So these two people. All fresh. This is fresh on his mind when he's writing this. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, Died in 84, April, Marvin Gaye, mm -hmm. uh, January, January, uh, Jackie Wilson. Mm -hmm. um, and Jackie Wilson, uh, he did uh, Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher, mm -hmm. uh, Lonely Teardrops, mm -hmm. great song. So, yeah, so influential, I guess, in the Commodores, uh, mm -hmm. you know, meant a lot to them, those two people. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing that yeah. new album from Bruce. Okay, so that does it for this podcast. Keep listening. Keep 
your ears open. And if you want to write to us, Jim, again, where can they write to us? Because we, we could read your letter on the air. Well, you can email us. Yeah. I'm not giving out my home. <laughs> <laughs> you I know did, what I meant. I did that once, and uh, that didn't yeah, they, that didn't go they so They come good. knocking. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, it's no, it's K-N-O-W. No. Good music. G-O-O-D. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. And I'm the one that answers the email, Jim. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because I just don't give a damn. Yeah, you can email us anything you want. Um, we also, you know, if, if you're in a band and you have uh, an EP or an album, like recent, uh, you know, we could give it a listen. We could talk about it. Yeah. You know. If we don't like it, I don't know if you want us talking about it. Yeah. So. Hey. <laughs> but, All right. Till next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Turn off the TV. And turn up the music. Ciao. You've been listening to No Good Music. Intro and exit music by the band 99%. Today's show was produced and edited by Jim Thatcher and recorded at the Did You Say 7 Studios in Washington, New Jersey. You can find No Good Music on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and almost anywhere you listen to podcasts. Jim, he's Mike. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>